plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. Today is the last day of the week before the weekend. Um, it might not make such a huge difference for you, especially if you are someone who um, who is working for yourself, you have your own business, your own gig, and you kind of schedule and manage your own time as, um, as it works for you. But nevertheless, today is Friday, and uh, I would like to give you um, some routines uh, or some rules or not so much rules probably by but guidelines that you can incorporate in your routine to start managing your weight better to start losing weight or not to gain weight because you know when we're young uh, usually our body is more forgiving meaning we can do a lot of things and eat a lot of foods that are suboptimal for us and our body won't give us much trouble but the later we are in life uh, you know 30s authority and uh, your body kind of starts uh, acting out and telling you what uh, what it likes and what it doesn't like and so the sooner you start uh, taking a better care uh, of your health of your healthy habits routine healthy eating routine the less problems you're gonna have in your 30s in your 40s in your 50s and of course if you already have some problems if you do these things they will not only help you to lose weight to maintain healthy weight to shred all the unnecessary all the um, excess fat but they also what is more important will improve your health and your energy levels and um the joy that you get of life. So the techniques, the rules or the habits that I'm going to be describing today, they're not about weight loss, even though they are. <laughs> um, these habits take care of your body as of this complex, multifaceted, open system. And weight loss and healthy weight uh, is a byproduct of your health. 
Uh, and that's how it's supposed to be. Weight loss is not a separate issue. Weight gain, unhealthy weight gain is a health problem. And once you fix your health, health, once you are healthy, your body will get rid of the excess weight uh, naturally and easily. And you don't need to count your calories and starve yourself all the time. That's not what it's about. Um, Besides uh, talking about and um, educating you about these routines that I've learned through decades of my personal and professional experience, I'm also going to be answering some questions about low-carb and keto diet that um, I've been asked quite often. I believe they need a little bit more clarification. So let's start with the routine. So how to lose weight, to maintain weight, to get lean, at the same time getting healthier, getting more energy, and feeling your best. And that's what it all what it's all about. Weight loss should be a byproduct, shouldn't be your focus. Um, and for you to be able to get all of that, first and foremost, you shouldn't be starting with trying to cut the amount of food you eat. Not at all. That can actually worsen your health, especially your stress levels, and that can backfire in so many ways. And that's why also a lot of people who do um, one-sided calorie counting approach end up usually um, being super hungry, having cravings with worse energy levels, with worse health and feeling cranky all the time. And not to turn into that cranky beast, um, you want to do it uh, not that way, not by starvation. So the first thing you want to do is to take care of your sleep, guys. And sleep is, it's not as simple. First of all, you need to schedule eight hours in bed. Uh, Like eight hours, you got to be in bed because, you know, sometime uh, it will take you some time to fall asleep. Uh, And um, yeah, so eight hours in bed. Uh, and that is truth for most people. And when I say most people, according to recent studies, less than 1% of 1% of people can be well on six hours of sleep. So you need to schedule in bed, in bed eight hours of sleep, guys. And not just any time, but uh, on good schedule. And that means going to bed for um, larks, for uh early type people and for people who are somewhere, you know, average in that, and average is not bad here. So um, if you're not uh, a night owl and only one third of population, that is still a big percentage. So if you're someone who um, is not night owl and you're not someone who is really comfortable um, with working at night naturally, um, then you should be going to bed by 10 uh, p.m usually, and you need to be in bed till 6 a.m. For uh, larks like like me, you might go to bed at 9 a.m. or even 8 p.m. and waking up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. That's totally fine. And if you're a night owl, then, you know, find your own schedule, but also go to bed, go to sleep for eight hours on a regular schedule. And what you also want to do to make sure good quality sleep, it should be cool in your room somewhere around 20 degrees centigrade, 18 to 20 degrees centigrade, cooler temperature in your room will help you to improve the quality of your sleep. It should be dark. Um, If you don't have blackout curtains, you should use an eye mask that is comfortable and uh, 
closes off all the um, potential light sources so you don't see anything when you're in your mask and it should be quiet use earplugs if it's not quiet in uh, your place or there is traffic outside or something that can wake you up in the middle of the night even though you might not consciously remember those cases of waking up if it's noisy outside uh, and you don't have those windows that block all the night or all the noise if it's noisy in your apartment use earplugs so it should be dark cool and quiet you gotta go to bed on the same schedule uh, it doesn't matter weekend or weekday uh, because your body is very sensitive to those changes uh, uh, for a few hours. If you, for example, go out uh, at night and you don't sleep till 3 a.m., even though usually you go to bed by 10 p.m., it's very bad for your body. So try to really, really minimize those cases um, if do them ever. So dark, quiet, cool, on the same schedule um, to make sure good quality of your sleep and to synchronize and to balance your circadian clock, uh, you should go you before bed uh, you should not have bright lights around for a couple of hours three to three hours is like ideal one hour at least before bed no screen time no blue lights uh, but no screen time is really um it's proven to be really beneficial so not even you know your phone with uh, um, blue light blocker nothing no tv do something else read a regular book play music do some foam rolling so that is what you do an hour before bed and then when you get up in the morning you need to expose yourself to natural light outside full spectrum light for at least 20 minutes so go outside do something that you should do before 10 a.m as early as possible again to synchronize your internal clock so that governs all of your metabolic processes and synchronizes the work of your systems and organs together that is very important so sleep is not that that a simple thing so all these things you need to take care of them for good quality sleep and when it comes to sleep it's not just about the quantity it's also about quality if you wake up not feeling refreshed and you need an alarm clock to wake up then you're not getting enough sleep guys so number one sleep number two that we kind of talked a little bit already light hygiene that we talked about just now so light in the morning and no bright light at night um, light stress management movement all that in um, this number two lifestyle factors for weight loss and for also for health and energy so light hygiene as we talked just now stress management meaning start meditation uh, if you are someone who uh, don't know who, who doesn't know how to meditate use uh, my favorite apps waking up app uh, that also has some really cool um, lessons about consciousness um, or headspace another app that is guided meditation so basically you don't need to think about anything you just need to uh, use the app and in the app the guide will tell you everything you need to think or not think about what you need to pay attention to what you need to do etc so it's no brainer you can just listen to it and do what's being said so stress management and then also um 
being able to manage the amount of perceived stress. So in any situation, realize that you have certain control. So take actions in the areas where you have control and let go of the things that you can't control and be at peace. And also take deep breath whenever you feel anxious. Three, six deep breath uh, before eating and also whenever you feel anxious. That will all help you to manage your stress. And stress is one of the uh, biggest causes of a lot of diseases and uh, um, um, inflammation and a lot of health problems. So you need to be able to manage stress better. Um, And then movement. Uh, You know, guys, I don't like to include exercise or workouts uh, in my weight loss toolkit because movement and exercise and workouts, uh, it should be a part of your lifestyle, like eating food. Our brain evolved through movement. We evolved as human beings because we were moving. Movement is a, a, it's a basics of life. Just like eating food, you need movement to survive. Literally, if you lay down and you don't move ever, you're going to die. That's how important movement is. And exercise, um, mild stress that exercise produces, you need that. And so that should be a part of your regular routine. routine. Um, you should be moving daily. You should be walking. You don't have to be running, but you need to be walking. You got to you know, engage in some uh, exercise that make you sweat. You got to lift some heavy weights once in a while. It doesn't have to be anything precise, you know, stretch, do some foam rolling, just move, you know, that again should be part of your routine and you don't need gym membership for that. You don't need any complicated equipment. You don't need any complicated routine um, for health and weight loss and weight maintenance. You just got to have a routine. You don't even have to like, uh, you know, run or sprint or do anything crazy. Not at all. But uh, for weight maintenance, for weight loss, for weight management, you do need to have an exercise routine. So these two are the foundation of any health or weight loss program. And first one is sleep. And the second one consists of, uh, and you can also separate all of them, light hygiene, stress management, and movement, movement hygiene or movement routine. Um, And then number three, guys, fasting, fasting routine. You should have a fasting routine too. You got to give your digestive system, your digestive organs a break. You got to give your gut a break from food. You know, when you eat food, it takes somewhere like eight hours for for it to go through your digestive system before your digestive system can start healing itself and uh, rebuilding uh, the gut lining, rebuilding certain... um, cellular cellular structures of your digestive organs. So your digestive system needs a break. And that's why fasting is so crucial. And for health, it is proven that uh, there are two things about intermittent fasting. First of all, you need to stop eating like three hours before bed. And and also, preferably, it got to happen before um, the sun goes down again, to synchronize your internal clocks of all of of your organs for 
optimal metabolism. So the timing is important. And also 14 hours without any nutrition, any food, any calories, any almond milk in your coffee or any heavy cream or coconut oil uh, in your drinks without any of that, just water and um, even unsweetened tea and coffee are still kind of debatable for your circadian clock. Um, I personally consume unsweetened coffee, but uh, that's all I'm having. Um, no, and, and then water, and that's it um, for me. And then unsweetened tea, like herbal tea. I love that too. So fasting, 14 hours of fasting, and three hours before bed, you stop eating, and preferably it should happen before the sun goes down for um, optimal synchronization of all of your organs and systems. That's why it's important, guys. It's not just some woo-woo concept, don't eat after 6 p.m. or after the sun goes down. There is actually science behind it. Um, Number four, here we have foods. Like, finally, we got to the food part of our weight loss and health program routine. So when it comes to foods, I like to talk about three aspects that build one on top of the other. Um, When it comes to foods and healthy eating, there are three aspects that you need to pay attention to. First of all, this is the foundation. You need to remove toxic foods. You need to remove um, poor quality foods. You need to remove junk foods. This is the like foundation of all of it. The second part, you need to make sure that you consume all the nutrients that need to be in a human diet for optimal health, energy production, and of course, weight maintenance. So you need to consume all the vitamins, all the minerals uh, that we are aware of a human body needs from whole foods because um, most supplements still do not work really um, as well as whole foods do. Um, even though some of them help, but also you can overdose them. Uh, also, a low quality supplements can uh, cause their the problems of their own. So from whole foods, this is the second level. After you remove all the toxic stuff, um, that also, by the way, goes to uh, skincare products, your shampoo, your body lotion, your cosmetics that can have a lot of uh, nasty chemicals that might be even worse than the food um, you put in your mouth. So remove all these toxins, then human nutrition, and making sure that you are getting all the, of the nutrients your body needs. And I'm going to be creating more content next week about the specific nutrients and foods, most importantly, foods, where you get that from. Uh, And then the third level is individualized diet. So basically, guys, we are kind of all similar um, human beings, uh, but we still have different lifestyles. We are at different stages in our life, uh, age-wise, you know, different gender. Uh, Also, we have different ethnicities or we have different gut microbiome. And so because of that, uh, we have um, unique uh, nutrition preferences, uh, meaning that some foods work better for you and some foods do not work as well for you. And through the experimentation, and a great tool for that is uh, elimination diet that you can also Google, and um, I can give you more advice if you'd like. So through the elimination diet and then reintroducing different foods uh, that you think might cause problems, you figure out what foods work for you and what foods don't work for you. Like, for example, I know that for me personally, 
their products don't work. They actually don't work for a lot of people, but some people are totally fine with good quality dairy products, right? For me, even butter and cheese cause problems, um, or certain fruits for me cause problems, but um, certain foods do not, right? So three parts to food part, uh, eliminate the toxins, make sure that you consume all the vitamins and minerals and uh, fatty acids that uh, and proteins that your body needs. This is the part of human diet. And then the third level is individualized diet, what works for you. And then the step number five to create perfect health and weight management weight loss routine that will cause your body to lose weight effortlessly without you counting calories. The step number five of this uh, plan is macronutrients. So uh, what I uh, know from my experience and what I learned over the years is there are usually three types of people. Uh, people who are usually like really lean and it's easy for people to stay lean and usually they actually don't have problems maintaining weight but they do have problems with health or sometimes belly fat um, so those ectomorph kind of people they usually lean and tall and um, don't carry a lot of fat but they also don't usually build muscles that easily then mesomorph kind of like it's my type and those are the people who build muscles easily and they're somewhere in the in the middle they don't um put too much weight on easily, but also if they overeat um, or um, they have poor lifestyle, they do put on weight. And then there are ectomorphs, people who really have hard time um, not putting on weight. And those three types, um, they have different tolerance to carbohydrates. Uh, and so for these three different types of people, for one type, for um, Ectomorph, actually, ectomorph is the lean type, and the morph is a round, fattier, I guess, type of people. Anyway, so three, those three kinds of people, they, um, they, for them, three types of diet work better. Like for one type, for leaner type, more carbohydrates from healthy sources work better than more fats. For the middle type, uh, my type was like more of a muscly kind of uh, person. Um, somewhere in between, um, low carbohydrate works uh, and you probably don't want to be consuming a lot of carbohydrates, but also you don't want to be, don't want to go crazy with fats and being on super high fat diet that works for for that type. And um, the third endomorph, uh, more fats, uh, moderate protein, really low carb works best for that type. And so uh, num step number five is macronutrients. Like there is certain pattern for proteins, for fats, for amount of carbohydrates that work for that uh, for those particular types better. So there is uh, no one diet that works for everyone when it comes to and the amount of fats and proteins and carbohydrates. And then step number six, only after you do and master all of this, you might need to limit the amount of food you eat and limit the amount of calories you eat. Um, so only here, I would suggest you to um, look at the amount of calories you eat or the amount of portions uh, you have. And because for most people, if you work on mastering this, the prior steps, calories, counting calories will not be necessary. You will have your initial hunger that will help you to maintain your weight. 
All that being said, uh, now I want to answer a few questions that I believe might benefit uh, a lot of you guys. So, how difficult is is it to do a low carb um, diet or keto diet? And guys, um, it's very individual, um, and it depends where you are, where you start. Um, you might start with eating a lot of junk foods, really a high processed, high carbohydrate. Uh, diet and in poor health, and then for you, low-carb keto diet consisting of whole foods might feel like a disaster, especially at first, um, so it might be really, really difficult, uh, and then for someone who's already on pretty healthy diet and in good health, it might be like a natural thing to do, right, so how difficult it is really depends on where you are, what kind of metabolism you have, where you start, and what kind of tools you use, you know, there is a smart way to do any diet and a dumb way to do diet, so you can increase your suffering or decrease it. That's why you need to get educated before doing anything to avoid your own suffering as much as possible. Um, another question, is keto the best to lose weight to get shredded? No, guys, um, as I've just mentioned, there are three types of people for whom different uh, macronutrient content works better and is keto for everyone or best for everyone no not at all uh, it's best for certain uh, kind of people it's not best for everyone um, that's why you need to experiment and also probably you need to uh, start with the diet that is more likely to work for you like figure out your body type and uh, whether you work better on more whole food carbohydrates or um, more whole food fat so keto is not best for everyone but um, limiting your processed food and processed carbohydrates is good for everyone what does keto look like when you try to get shredded um, Keto, you know, might be done in different ways, but what I learned uh, through my experience is uh, the keto to get shredded needs to eliminate a lot of added fats like oils, butters, unlimited amount, I don't know, of nuts and fatty foods and unlimited amounts of foods and overeating in general. So basically to get shredded on keto, you need to eat a lot of non-starchy vegetables. You need to eat the amount of protein that you need to maintain your body weight and your training. Uh, you need to eat your um, healthy fats, uh, mostly predominantly from whole foods not from oils and butters, uh, and um, you just, you know, need have, uh, you need to have some routine and structure around your meals, so maybe two, three meals, and no fatty coffee, no all of that stuff, and that will help you to get shredded, you know, you just need to be more mindful, and you can't eat unlimited anything when trying to get shredded. Um, and the last question, it's a specific situation from... Um, one of my social media followers uh, asking me for advice. So the girl was asking, I'm 30% body fat and want to be 15% body fat. I'm going to the gym, but not getting results. Is keto necessary? So there are a few parts to this question. Well, first of all, when you're going from 30% body fat to 15% body fat, before that you need to hit 25 and 20, so take it step by step. 
The second part is hitting the gym and exercising might be actually counterproductive and it is not a good weight loss tool. It's great for health and weight management and weight maintenance, but not so much for weight loss. So I'm not surprised that by just um, adding exercise to your routine, you're not losing that much weight as you've expected, because probably you also might start eating a little bit more because your appetite increases when you start exercising. So what you need to do is you need to work on this, you know, six-step formula that we talked about. And when it comes to food, you do need to improve your eating habits. You do need to start um, making sure that you're getting everything your body needs, all the vitamins and minerals. You need to eat good quality foods. You um, and That's first and foremost. And you need to start regular fasting and uh, take care of your gut health. Uh, but keto, no, it's not necessary. Again, depends on your body type, on your metabolism, on your health. Um, and, you know, if your metabolism is broken and uh, you're very insulin insens uh, insensitive and uh, you have metabolic uh, issues, metabolic challenges, that you might need to go very low carb, but not forever. And also it might be the thing that it's not going to be the best thing for you. So in each individual situation, the solution will be different. I personally love a low-carb and keto diet. That's where I spend the most time um, consulting people, coaching people, and that's the lifestyle I chose for myself. But I'm a trained nutritionist, and also from my experience, again, uh, I do not believe that keto diet, low-carb diet, uh, well, depending what you consider low-carb, because most people on, on some super high carb diet, then for them, low carb is um, even limiting a little bit, uh, is considered to be low carb. In any case, there is no best thing for everyone, um, but you need to change your eating habits to lose fat effectively. That is for sure. And that concludes this episode, guys. Uh, so we talked about the health uh, weight management routine that um, you need to start work on if you want to have healthy weight and um, health and longevity and a lot of energy for your life. And uh, to recap it, first, you got to take care of your sleep, uh, then light and stress management and movement routine, then your fasting routine, then the foods that consist of three levels, first eliminate toxins, then add essentials, and then the third one, individualize your diet. And then you got to uh, optimize your macronutrients depending on your body type. And only then you can start thinking about calories if necessary, because for most people, just by mastering the steps that I mentioned before, going to be enough to get the results that um, people want. And again, is keto necessary? No, it's not necessary. Uh, and uh, for me, for example, a super high fat keto diet, it doesn't work. Um, I tried it, it just doesn't, right? For some people, it's perfect. So um, I hope you learned a lot. And if you have any questions, feel free, feel free to reach out. Think about all of uh, what you heard and what you learned today over the weekend and change your habits and your routine accordingly to get the results that you want, to get more health, more energy, more vitality. And at the end of the day, to have amazing life experience and to fuel your work in your life 
and everything and anything in between. So thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate your love, uh, all of you. Invest in your health this weekend a little bit more for me. And um, till next time, as usual, eat better daily.